Hey, After Buzzers, I've got a special, special episode today for Supernatural Season 11, Episode 17, Red Meat. I've got two amazing guests in the studio with me, Lisa Berry and Nina Lopez Corrado. They are joining me in the studio. We're going to talk to them. See you soon. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, Carrie on her wayward son, Supernatural. <laughs> Look at who I have in the studio with me today. Katie and I are pleased to have Lisa Berry, who plays Billy, and Nina Lopez Corrado, who is directing this episode. This is so exciting. I'm Lindsay Wagner. You guys can find me on Twitter at Lindsay Wagner. Lisa, where can we find you? At underscore Lisa Berry. And Nina? At N Lopez Corrado. And Katie. Hey guys, you can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. I'm so excited to hear what you all thought of this week's episode, Red Meat. Saw a lot of uh, red meat going on in this in this episode today. <laughs> Initial impressions for both of you. I mean, you directed the episode, so how do you how do you feel seeing it all come out now? Oh my gosh, I loved it. I I it turned out a million times better than I ever thought it could. Uh, Jensen and Jarrett totally brought it. It was a, you know, a super emotional episode for both of them, and they just brought it all to the table, and I couldn't have been more pleased. And Aaron Way killed it. Oh, my gosh, those tears at the end of the episode. It was just like, oh, I just wanted to hug her. Yeah. When we were on set, I was like, I just want to hug Everybody's like, we just want to hug you. And she <laughs> was crying. And Lisa killed it. It's a reaper. And, you know, we thought Dean was going to kick it this time, and... He didn't, thank God. <laughs> survived. Katie. I loved it. It was very suspenseful. I was holding my breath several times throughout the episode. Um, it was oh, it was so good. And I was actually thinking, going into this episode, seeing the previews, I thought it was going to be Sam who was visited by Billy. And they just threw me for a loop with that. And I kept waiting for you to come back and visit Sam. And I was like, oh, Sam, it's not okay. He's not all right. He's going <laughs> to almost die. What's going to happen? But it was so good the whole time. I loved it. Lisa. Yeah, it had such great suspense. It was built so beautifully, and like everybody really brought it. Like, it was like, this is why we love the show. Mm -hmm. This is why there's 11 seasons and counting. You know, like, it's it's everything. Mm -hmm. They were so great. Everyone, like, all around, like, on every single level. I say that every time, don't I? <laughs> That's okay. I do. But it's true. Fan. It's exciting. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lisa Berry, and I'm a huge fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> last, I felt like last week's was, Katie and I discussed this last week, that I just felt like I liked it, but I didn't love it. And then an episode like this comes out and you go, wow. Just right right into the action, right away. Twists and turns throughout the entire thing. Very, very emotional. Mm -hmm. Very, I was actually really angry at certain points with the police officer and like certain parts were just like, shake the TV right now. I'm so frustrated. Um, so let's talk about the episode, right? I know. Let's do it. Right? Uh, fight sequence, right away in the beginning. Um, they're flashing back to, um, they're in this cab cabin. There's clearly people like prisoners. Um, and uh, all of a sudden, we see Sam shot. Sam got shot. And, 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 then, and that opens the show. 
Mm-hmm. So we're flashing back and forth until about halfway through the show when we're actually like in real time. And we go back to Dean and Sam who are researching. Sam finds a case about missing hikers. Could it be werewolves? We don't know. They're gonna are they gonna go on this case? And then we jump back to and see Dean removing the bullet from Sam. Oh, that was hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like anything like that, operation shows you know, I yeah. I just I get it it's too real. Yeah. Like digging in there and pulling out the bullet. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh. That was I watched like it with a the little face. bit of yeah. what we shot. Like we were, oh my gosh, they were so bloody the whole entire episode. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Like <clears throat> Jarrett was just covered in blood the whole time. Such a trooper too. He's just like, bring it up. And that night we shot that on uh, the first day of shooting. So we had like a two o'clock call and the crew had worked like a million hours the whole day and they all just killed it. We had this huge stunt scene and then we had all the aftermath to get through. And um, yeah, we I wanted to shoot everything because I wanted it to be like super gory, but you can only show so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was really cool. That's well, awesome. What I loved too about this episode was that we started off with this fight and it was really intense and then every single moment that Sam, he was shot and then when he was laying there later, I know we'll get to that, um, passed out, quote unquote dead, it was just like, I don't know, you directed the, the fact that we panned slowly over his, his body like mm-hmm. that and I just loved that. It was very, I don't know, the pausing and the, the slow moments and the emotional moments. It was really good this episode. Yeah, that was really important to me to kind of bring a different element to mm-hmm. to the show. And, you know, I was so lucky to get such a great script that had all of those moments built in. So I had this opportunity to really shoot them in an interesting way. So it was really cool. And that was one of... Uh, one of my favorite shots and you know the camera guys pulled it together and and made it work and uh Jarrett stayed still for a whole minute <laughs> so she's gotta be hard yeah he's just a ball of awesome energy so, like, it was cool that's 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 the stuff that the fans want to hear and know about and that you guys started this at two o'clock in the morning and went through the night to to shoot that that's just amazing i saw somebody on here comment and say uh that you did a great job on the episode oh, by the way thank you in the so live much. Feed. I'm so um we'll try and keep an, i'm gonna try and keep an eye on this guys while we're while we're chatting about it um so we find out these werewolves are actually pure blood werewolves and they can change at any time um there's people still out there and uh, they all decide to to leave together, um, which is great. Um, and then we get Sam and Dean back in in normal time, I guess, uh, trying to ask the bartender at this bar, what's going on, where could we find these people? They're not very helpful at first, but then she says to check out this cabin where people stay for weeks. Was it called Eastman Cabin? Something like that. It was, yeah. <clears throat> Flashback to uh, them walking through the woods. The sun is up soon. They find a ranger's cabin. Um, the Corbin, who is the gentleman, uh, tells Dean that Sam is slowing them down and to leave him. And Dean says, no way. Would we ever see the boys separate? He's new. No way. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Here's the thing, though. I know Dean would never leave Sam. Do you think Sam would leave Dean? No, he's no. learned his lesson. No, he's no learned way. his lesson. He learned his lesson. No, he yeah. wouldn't. That okay. one time when he was like, no, I'm going to just go off and have a great life. Didn't okay, go. good. Regret. Here's the thing, though, with, with Michelle. She was slowing them down in a way, too, right? Because she Absolutely. needed to be carried around. So 
then I would have been like to Corbin, well, let's leave Michelle behind. She's slowing us down, too. How do you feel about that? <laughs> right? You learn real quickly. Yeah. You're like, I don't want, want you on my team if the world comes to an end and it's walking dead all of a sudden. Right. right. You're, you're the person not to have on the team. Exactly. Right. And the bartender and bouncer actually admit that this was, the whole point was they're serving Sam and Dean up on this platter. They're like, mm-hmm. th- this was their whole plan. So they're in charge of these werewolves. So are they wolves as well? They are. Okay. So, they are. Um, the bartender, she's like, she is the alpha. So she's kind of like the leader of the pack and she's, you know, trying to guide them and they just keep on making mistakes. I think the werewolves in the cabin got a little... She tries so too hard. Too cocky. Yeah. yeah. They got a little too cocky. Got too cocky. They Mama Wolf tries them. so hard. <laughs> they couldn't handle the Winchesters. Did she send the couple there as well? Like, you know, thinking back into before the couple got to the cabin, does she send mm-hmm. all of the people there? Um. I, well, there were four people missing, and I would say probably she sent half of them. I think mm-hmm. uh, Corbin and Michelle were just doing their honeymoon thing. They were kind okay. of hiking through the woods probably for a couple weeks and they found them in their sleeping bags underneath the stars. (laughs) (laughs) Someone wanted to know and asked, um, how did it come about that you got this directing job? Uh, I actually, um, I started directing, I was a producer on the TV show The Mentalist Mm -hmm. and then I directed an episode there and I was a part of the uh, Warner Brothers Directors Workshop and I've known Phil Sagrisha for uh, quite a while and uh, actually my mentor Chris Long uh, he learned how to direct from Bob Singer oh um, wow yeah so it's kind of like this really awesome kind of like family Connected. line thing and uh, uh, they needed to get someone on the show and Phil had uh, given me a call he's like oh we'd really like you to come up so I went up last season and shadowed on the finale and then wow. uh, after that they they seemed to have liked me and um, they said, come direct an episode. So I went up there and directed an episode. And I mean, the cast and the crew, if you guys love the show, the people who make the show are amazing. They're so friendly. They are the hardest working people in the world. They love the show so much. So it was really an honor to be able to go up there and, you know, work with these guys. It's nice to hear this perspective because Katie and I have been hosting the show for two or three years now. We get a lot of the actors in, but we haven't really been able to hear from the crew side. We always hear from the actors saying that it's such a family environment and it's the same thing for all of you. And you know it has to be because it's season 11 and I feel like what takes it this far is not only the story and and the characters, Mm -hmm. but like the crew as well. Everything is a family. Yeah, and that crew, almost everyone on the crew has been there since the beginning. So like there's people who had babies when they were there (laughs) in like season one and now they're like going to college. (laughs) They like literally have created this awesome, you know, world, you know, the supernatural world that's real and all these people yeah. come together every week and make these awesome shows and it wouldn't happen without all of them. So mm-hmm. Supernatural family is real. Yeah. yeah. It's real. It's real. Well, Dean leaves to go and gather some wood and uh, um, Sam tells the couple to actually leave without him and just go and the man admits saying Dean won't leave Sam. Mm-hmm. And this is where I got so mad. The guy, like, starts strangling and suffocating Sam. Mm. 
Anger, anger from everyone. Anger. Totally. But assuming. side note, like the actor in me watching the show also was like, "Well done." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was calculating and manipulative. He was so. He was so, phenomenal. So good, and both of them were just yeah. so willing to like, you know, go that far. Go far. You know, it yeah. was like I was like, "Can you just put your hand over his own?" I like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, do it, do it." So they were like. It was really awesome, and it looked so great on yeah. screen, and it felt real and raw. It felt and, real. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I just wanted Sam to pretend to pass out. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> totally. I want that all the time when yeah. somebody's yeah. somebody's about to have their number number up. I'm just like, just pretend. Yeah, yeah. just pretend. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually looked the actor up and saw him like beardless. Beardless. Um, on his IMDb, and I was like. You're like a totally different man. Totally different. Because yeah. I was like, I'm gonna hate you. I'm gonna see what you did, and like you're yeah. an evil person, and all of them. Like, oh no, he's not. He's probably a nice guy. Yeah. But he did a great job. That was the, amazing. Yeah. That's the point. They mm -hmm. make you feel. Yeah, I mean, I always love the talent. I mean, that that's one of my favorite things. Is like every every team, every area of the show, they just they're all just so incredibly talented. And yeah. so when everybody comes together, you're just like. I mean, to get to join something like that, I mean, I always walk in going, oh my God, I just trust. You know, like it's like a lot of times you can get a, sh you can get a job and you work on a show or in a mo on a movie and you're just like, I don't know what, what they're talking about. Like they didn't like it's You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's just a disconnect. But here you really do trust when somebody gives you a note or when you're asked to do something that it is the right thing to do for the whole of the show and it comes together so nicely and you're just like yeah but I trust you yeah more than I've ever trusted any oh, other show that I've ever worked on just because like if you say it's good I believe you <laughs> they know because what you have a about. standard yeah. and, you, and you know what you're talking about and I love your standard like mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite things about the show is that I'm like the acting is always so good the directing is always so good the writing is always so good mm -hmm. I'm a fan hi that's amazing though that you're a fan that you're a huge fan of <laughs> <laughs> they tease me. I get teased about it, but I'm like, that's okay. We, yeah, we talked about okay. it in the car on the way here. It all, it all, it all came out in the light of day when I got when I got cast. It was just like they're gonna know now. They're <laughs> but all isn't, gonna know. But isn't that what you want on a show too? I mean, I, there are certain shows that I love, and if I was ever cast, it'd be my greatest. I'd be so excited because yeah. I get I love my favorite show. Mm -hmm. Now you get to be, to be on it, it. Totally. be a part yeah. of it, totally, and that family and that. An, Totally. And to keep returning to... I feel blessed. You know? Like, hashtag blessed, 100%. <laughs> like, it is a truly a dream come true. And they loved just, you. They didn't kill you off. They love you. Yeah. They have, no, you're they coming back. Love you. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> She's so excited. I'm like, yeah! Yeah, I live. Only redeeming quality for Corbin, as he's strangling Sam to his apparent death, imminent death, is we see a little mark on his arm and I go, okay, he's a werewolf. He's a werewolf. I know. So perhaps this is not who he really is, but it's what he's supposed to be doing. Exactly. Yeah. What is required yeah. of him and how his body is reacting exactly. to protecting his wife. He's in yeah. mm -hmm. transition. He loved her. And that was mm -hmm. a really important thing mm -hmm. in the whole episode to, see that. to the writers, to everyone, was that Corbin was doing it because he loved Michelle so much. You know, it was like he would do anything for her and he wanted her to live with him eternally. So he needed to, at the end, he had to turn her into a wolf or else mm -hmm. they weren't going to be able to be together forever. So I'm glad that got across because that was It did. It oh, did. Totally. Um, we see Dean coming back to Sam being 
dead. Um, and he doesn't care. Werewolves are coming, doesn't matter. And the man pleads for his help to leave. And uh, Dean tells Sam he's going to come back for him and exits with tears. I know. <laughs> so good. Yeah. There was so oh. much emotion in this episode, and I mm -hmm. wanted to ask you I mean, obviously, these are all seasoned, fantastic actors. Is it easy to pull it out of them? Is there something you're specifically saying? Or are they coming prepared and ready for this moment? Uh, well, everybody, especially uh, Jared and Jensen, they come very prepared to set. There's never a time when you come to set and they don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You know, they're there. They're on point always, which is amazing um, for a director to work with. But they're also... Um, really amazing about collaborating so I, I think they I, I hope and I feel like they trusted me so um, they really went there um, especially Jensen in this episode he like really really brought it that scene and that ending scene you're just like oh my gosh you know you just you felt you want to hug him too yeah everybody <laughs> totally <laughs> so sad so yeah that was amazing and that scene um particularly everybody on set was super respectful and you know gave him the time to get where he needed to get and I think it was a, a huge moment yesterday in the episode oh yeah. that's so good it was. Like my heart hurts <laughs> right now um okay so we go even back further in time to a little moment between Sam and Dean saying that this case is actually going to be fun for them to do and, and Sam's all excited about it. He's like, we can go camping. We always talked about And Dean's like, dude, no. I don't want to do this. He's super annoyed. Well, we've um, seen that a lot too in the last yeah. episodes where Dean doesn't want to go on the regular hunt. Mm -hmm. He's and really all about Cassifer. And yeah. He's, yeah, he's like, I gotta get my friend back and we gotta kill the darkness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As we forget, the darkness is still there. No. The darkness. We haven't. Who I love. Yeah, Marla. So great. The whole yeah. idea of the storyline with the darkness is amazing. Totally. Really great. This season has really like taken it to another Amped level. Amped it up. Yeah. yeah. It's just mm -hmm. like it's like they've yeah. recreated themselves. It's really great. Totally. They're like Madonna themselves in the supernatural world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Reinvented ourselves for another ten years. For another right? ten years. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Corbin tells Michelle he couldn't lose her after she asks what happened. They're in the hospital. Um, wait, did I get that right? Um, he did, or he did what he had to do. Dean has flagged down a sheriff's uh, car, um, and Dean says he's going to go back and get Sam, and the sheriff's not going to let him. Dean punches him, typical Dean fashion, which I'm stoked about, and then he gets tased. He gets tased. <laughs> I was so mad. I know. That's so, like that's so that's so like not cool. Did he break his ribs falling from the tase? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. He went head first oh, right into the mat. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and the guy's at uh, Corbin's lying, obviously, to Michelle about what happened. She with, knows though. She knows. She, she knows. She, she turns knows. her she turns her back. She knows what's going on. Um and the doctor is actually looking at uh, his bite mark, which, by the way, I looked at that doctor because I recognized her. Mm -hmm. She was in another episode of Supernatural. She was in Swap Meet in 2010. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Ooh. She played uh, Mrs. Something, but I'm assuming she probably died in that episode as well, which is why they could bring her secretly back. Totally. For another not a secret anymore. anymore. It's not a secret <laughs> anymore. <laughs> totally <laughs> secret. Sorry, guys. Okay, I so recognize then, her face. So then if you want some more trivia, yes. do you remember 
what episode Corbin was in. <laughs> was did he, he, did he or did he not have a beard? He did not have a beard. He didn't have a beard. Ooh. Corbin played, uh, I believe it was episode 2020, last season. He played a vampire. Oh, Ooh. he's great. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Which episode? I can't remember the name yeah. of it. Um, it was... Uh, it was a vampire family, and I believe it had an arc. It was the, maybe over a couple episodes. The one, the, the girl with with what's her name? With Catherine's? With, yeah, with, with Catherine's, with Catherine's, Catherine's mom and, and sister. And, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now that's 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 like a song that I need to know the title of. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be in my head. Oh. Yep. But Alex, was amazing Alex was the girl, right? Because she had the vampire family that was trying, like she Good would go. Does like, anybody know? Does any you guys does anybody comment know, right now us? on the and help find us. us which th- one this is? I think Alex was in another season, but then they had the. Um, it was last. It was the end of last season. It was the end of yeah. It was the end, the end of last, last season. season? Yeah, and they uh, they were in like a. Uh, uh, I remember like a hospital or like uh, an old fashioned kind of like hospital operating room. Part of the episode took place in. Wait, and the walls were green. That's was that with um. <laughs> Does anybody know? Second. Somebody, somebody, let us know. I see. Uh, love you too, John Joe. You told me to say that. Hi. Um, <laughs> we say hi. Um, the scene pissed me off when they were strangling Sam. Yes, yes. it pissed me off too. Isn't All of us are angry. It is. It Everyone is, yeah. here is saying yeah. this. They like. They're so mad and angry. It's so good though. That means that you are doing your job. You're making totally. all of us yeah. feel all these emotions and things and bringing it out of the actors. Nothing makes me happier in the best <laughs> way possible. Right. Right. <laughs> You're like, you got angry. Great. <laughs> I want to make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to make my mom cry in greeting cards since I was little. So. We've, we've got your mom here in the studio with, with us. us. Yes, we do have my mom here. Does, <laughs> have you gotten her to cry with oh, a greeting yeah. card? Yeah. My family, we do a competition every holiday. Right. Who can get mom to cry the most, and we win. Oh. You know, like in a sweet, <laughs> sweet way, sweet, yeah. like a oh. heartfelt way. It's like cruel. But that's the thing, a, man. It, awesome at the same time. At the same time, it's a wonderful goal too. It, it is. My dad will call me and say, "Hey, Lens. Yeah. I just read your card. Oh. I'm okay. It's okay. I'm okay. Oh. It was really nice. And I'm like, oh god, now you make me cry. Right? Totally. <laughs> It's, yeah, and it's, it's a cruel thing, but we all, we all do it. <laughs> um, so the sheriff calls his deputy. He's dead in his car. Um, uh, Michelle goes to check on Dean and actually apologizes yeah. um, and says that her mother used to tell her something, that death isn't the end. Um, and uh, what did I write here? Okay. Uh, they're looking for medicine so that Dean can kill himself and possibly talk to a reaper (laughs) and uh, make sure that he can kind of either trade places with Sam or do something. And uh, as we see all this, we see Sam wake up. We thought Sam was dead. Nope, Sam's not dead. I know. And then we see Dean dying after taking these pills. Did anyone else feel the Romeo and Juliet paradox right there? Elena said that yesterday. She's Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I like Romeo and Romeo. It's so cute. (laughs) Romeo and Romeo, it's perfect. It's perfect. And uh, the bartender uh, is now at the cabin asking where Sam is. Dean is, his, his health is fading as we speak. There's so much going on. Sam falls down the stairs. Sam is losing all this blood. I love that montage, by the way. Isn't that great? I do love that kind of stuff. When all that stuff goes on, I'm like, 
I have to pause and like write. Okay, pause, write, because there's just so much. I'm sure Katie understands that too, because we're sitting here taking notes for all this oh, and right. trying to like, yeah. so we don't mess anything up. But it's so seamless the way it that does. it happened. It's editing. It was really, it really nice. Really, oh, mm -hmm. we had an amazing editor, um, Nicole. Ooh. Yeah. Nicole. Nicole, female. Yay, Nicole. Yeah. 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 She killed it. She was <laughs> so great. Yeah. Um, so the doctor comes in. She says that they need naloxone and saline for Dean. Um, Corbin is slowly turning into this werewolf. Um, mm -hmm. All of a sudden, we see Dean outside of his body. We're watching him convulse and white coming, foaming from the mouth. And then, of course, <laughs> we get Billy. She's I, there. She so freeze frames it. So you freeze frame the scene. Because why? Because you're savoring it. Because I'm savoring it. I jumped the gun, is what I really did. <laughs> and if I just, next time I should just keep myself in check and wait till he's actually done. <laughs> yeah. Instead, I had to get all excited and be like, what? Hey, just wanted to take a minute to take all it. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> and you great. said one of my favorite lines this episode. What? The one about, uh, I thought that it would be a heart attack or <laughs> you choking on a cheeseburger while watching Charles in charge. That was charge. a great line. I love that <laughs> line. That I love that line. Yeah. And it's so something that I would, like somebody would think that that's how he would go. Exactly. I was like, I love that I've been contemplating it. Yeah. Or and he, like I've been fantasizing about the many, many ways. That yeah, but not necessarily go. an easy line to deliver, and you just made it sound <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. Thank you. And we get Dean asking for Sam back, and, and what do you tell him? I'm not. I'm not here for favors. <laughs> I'm not here to hand out favors. Yeah, no. I'm. It was great working with him too. Like that was such an amazing day. Yeah, it was great. Like part of me was just like in awe because he's such a phenomenal actor so great. and I'm always like you should just you should just do a pop-up class one day and like teach everybody what you know um but he's a dad and a, you know an actor yeah. and also a director you know he does a million things but like I I would just get lost you know like when the cameras turned around like I think the first time the cameras <laughs> turned around I was like I'm sorry. What's my line? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was really great. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring it back <laughs> and make sure that you know. I'm giving. I'm giving it to you on on the flip side when it's your coverage. But he was like so amazing to work with, and just I was like at one point I was just like the, just know that the actor hates being this cruel to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but on another level, I love playing playing her yeah. like this way because she's so she's so cool. She's so made up. Like, and you have the power. Mind about yeah. everything, and she's just like, I am not scared of you. No, you do such a good job with Billy because I just feel like she means business. Thank you. Yeah, no, I. Really I think feel she that. does. Yeah, I think she's in it to win it, and she's just like, I have watched forever. My boss give you favor after favor, and people let you fly under the radar, and like you've had a million and one different and because I've seen the show so many times yeah. I, I viscerally <laughs> have an image in my head of like watching it go down a million times of them getting resurrected and I think she's just really done with it I think she's just totally really over. yeah I think no she, amount of pleading from no. either no. one to and it makes it to so trade places because he's so like please man like yeah. come on yeah like have a heart and I'm like no no, no. well and also <laughs> the re he when Dean in Sam killed the Reaper last year in the finale and totally. unleashed the darkness is really all their fault. It's totally like everything <laughs> is your fault. I was like, look, I'm not gonna give you I'm not gonna give you mine to kill no to way. chop me out. No, 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 no. So I feel like she she feels very confident in the fact that she's like, No, it's different this time because mm -hmm. I'm not the old death. 
Well, I know yeah. a lot of people are wondering, I saw it in here, who is your boss? Or is there, you know, and I've been wondering, is there mm-hmm. a reaper madness? Are you, like, trying to be the top? Are you the next Ooh. death? Or, or Ooh, is it somebody maybe. else? Or are you guys fighting against each other? Ooh, you never know. Much, yeah. much, wink, wink, right now. I know. <laughs> um, I got somebody also asking, um, Boobies, if uh, that's his name. Oh, okay. I didn't just say <laughs> that for like, nothing. Is that- um, uh, if Jared and Jensen ever mess around during the episode, if they're all, I mean, we know that they're having, you guys are all having fun on set, right? There's, the there's uh, downtown. There too. is never not fun on set. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, no, they're always joking around. I've never seen um, two lead actors that are so close and are so awesome and so fun to be around mm-hmm. all the time like they're just always always joking around having fun especially Jarrett he is just like a big ball of energy who just <laughs> get, it will it'll be like three o'clock in the morning and he's still like cracking jokes and like <laughs> watching YouTube videos with the camera department like it's awesome they're awesome and yep. they're, I mean, like you said, their parents, they're, you know, they've got great family, they're working all the time, and they're going to the conventions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. These guys are just insanely busy. It's it's amazing to hear that, you know, that they're still just always in a good mood. And somebody also commented, um, Deandra Harris said, Annie, Alex, Alexis, Anne, was that the episode? Yes, I mm-hmm. think so. The one with all four female names. I think you're right. Oh, wait. Right? Was that right? I'm I'm gonna look it up right now. She's gonna look it up, but I think I think we that might have been the episode. That was not last season though. That that episode. was mm-hmm. two seasons ago, and two was that three. also with who were the guys that um, killed Charlie? Was it that episode? It was. That was the it episode. Was the it was the people who killed Charlie. Because that was the green. Oh. That yeah, was the green hospital. Nice. That's the, at the house. Family. The Stein family. That's good. You're yes. good. You're good. We got that it. Good. it. I'm putting on my team yeah. when I was trivia game. Yes. Don't you think there needs to be a supernatural trivia game? Yes, like the Friends trivia. Let's do one. Let's do one. I'm just saying. saying. Absolutely. I'm just saying. Um, Occasionally on Trivia Crack, I do see a question about supernatural, and I get really excited because I usually know the answer. Prisoner. That was the name of the episode. The Prisoner. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So um, uh, Billy says no, um, and she said she'd uh, she would reap Dean, um, but uh, Sam isn't dead. I know. So uh, this is pretty surprising, um, and luckily Dean gets revived, and you're gone for now. Thank God for that adrenaline. Right. Thank Here. goodness. I have a fan question for you. Um, somebody tweeted me and wants to know if you agree with your character about not saving Sam and Dean anymore, even if they are the only ones to save the world. I know you're a huge oh. fan. I know you love, Ooh. you know, Sam and Dean. So, with point. as far as your character goes, where do you stand with that? I th- I mean to step outside mm-hmm. of myself and be be my fan self. I love hate my character. <laughs> yeah. I love to hate her yeah. because I think that um, much like the darkness, I think you need to have that level of contrast on the show that really gives them something to fight for mm-hmm. in in every episode and something that's always lingering in the back of their minds as something to overcome. Um, and I think I think she's really harsh, but I think that's because she's ultimately really hurt. Like, I mean, even when you look at villains on shows, you, if you were to just change their perspective, they're doing exactly what the heroes are doing, except they're fighting for their family, not, do you right, know what I mean? Right. So so on, on one level, I'm just like, no, Billy, come on now. What you're doing <laughs> is not helping anybody. 
But I think she really, when she when she asked the question of like, really? So how you, how's Sam gonna do that exactly? Mm-hmm. And he's like, make it. <gasps> yes. And then you're kind of like, that's what I thought. So yeah. let's at least be honest right. about what you're doing and why you're doing it. And I think she pushes for, just be straight. Stop right. with the, you know, how can we get around it? How's the, you know, the politically correct way of doing things or asking for favors? Like, outright tell me what you want, but don't masquerade it yeah. as, well, we just, we're doing this for the world. You're not doing it for the world. And if you were to start it by saying you were doing it for you, I might have had some compassion. Oh, but because you didn't, I don't. And that's what you guys always do. And I think that's what her seed of, uh, towards them is is just like at least be honest about it like stop saying you're doing it for the rest of the world and you're doing it for all of these people that you've never heard seen name nothing right you're doing it for you and i think that's a huge thing for her well it also brings forth the question too is sam the only one that can actually kill the darkness mm. it's got to be dean Dean I, has to do it. Dean has I, the mark. I want. I, but he but doesn't. I, but, no. but, but yeah, I was like. But he had. But I feel like there's something else going on. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talked the I, last the time, last we, were time in, we, were like, we were talking about the kiss, right? The kiss. There's, we were talking about the kiss. There's a connection. The I don't know if there's I, something I, he, there. He can't let. He can't. He can't kill her. Yeah. He can't <sighs> kill her. He's tried a couple of times. Um. So we get back to uh, <laughs> Sam. The bouncer goes downstairs. He's looking for Sam. Sam stabs him. We hear another noise as the uh, bartender goes down, and luckily Sam appears, so we know Sam has killed the bartender as well. I'm really impressed that he's able to do all this stuff. With Dude, nothing's going to kill dying. his no, no, he was I mean, like the reverent in yeah. this episode. Yeah. Like, Jared yeah. right? was completely like, I was like, I think he deserves an Oscar. He did his Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio well. Exactly. He <laughs> and he was taking people down with all of his injuries, and you're just like, that is what perseverance yeah. and will looks like and all he needed was a couple of stitches yeah yeah (laughs) of course (laughs) sure (laughs) a few days of rest and he's good um (laughs) off we go yeah but there's there's a ton of drugs i'm sure oh sure (laughs) i'm sure he's got lots of like i can't feel my legs but yeah (laughs) that's okay the officer actually arrests dean and won't let dean leave to go find sam which once again now i'm angry again um and he actually wants to sedate Dean and the doctor says you can't sedate him. He, we just brought him to life. I'm not gonna like right. let him die again. This is where I looked up the girl because I was like, this woman looks too familiar. Um, and Michelle and Dean have a little plan. Uh, Sam luckily escapes, gets to baby. Uh, his phone works. He calls Dean as it's going in and out. Luckily now Dean knows that at least he's alive, and um, he's trying to tell him about Corbin, who's clearly we know turning into this mm-hmm. werewolf and knows that he killed or tried to kill Sam, so keep an eye out for him. Um, And then we get Corbin, who comes out of the room completely full-on werewolf, eyes, teeth, all the things. And uh, he he hits the doctor, and I'm sorry justice was served when the arm went through the police officer. (laughs) I don't feel sorry for you. Sorry, not sorry. I did not feel bad at all. I don't know if anyone else felt that way, but... A little bit. A little bit. I'm just evil. You know, he was trying to be, you know, he's trying to do the right thing. He's He's doing his job. I know. But they don't understand that Sam and Dean are trying to save the world. 
I know. It, it's got to be a little bit crazy for the doctor and the cop. I mean, there's like werewolves and... Totally. Yeah. I mean, that poor, she's the so hospital, unsuspecting. She's just knocking yeah. at the door and you're like, if you knew what we knew... Yeah, you need to you run. You would not do you that. You would not you be knocking at that door. Out of yeah. You'd be saving nobody. Yeah, you're not, you're not... Not, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not knocking on that door. Well, when we first met the sheriff, I thought maybe he was a werewolf too because at that point we kind mm-hmm. of... It was implied that the bartender and the bouncer right. were. So I was worried that it was just this werewolf infested city. It's but a whole town of werewolves. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like true blood. Right? No, but really. And you're just like, I didn't know what I walked into. Yeah. People are saying that you, uh, Nina, know a lot about the episode. Did you, were you a fan prior or did you acquire of a knowledge in prep for directing? Uh, I do a lot of research when I am prepping to direct. Uh, so it's really important to me to watch it least the season before but I have been a fan I have been a big fan of Supernatural like I said I've known Bob and Phil for a really long time and uh, way back in my assistant days I used to um, help with the loop group for the show so I've seen a lot of episodes of Supernatural and if you don't know what loop group is it's all the background voices of all the background actors because they're not allowed to talk on set Mm -hmm. so we added in later in post-production so I would help coordinate with Aaron Donovan all of the looping for all the shows so I all the way from like season two so I've I've seen a lot of episodes okay yeah I am a fan you're a fan she's a fan (laughs) Um, this is when we then see uh, Corbin asking Michelle to be with him we get that heartwarming moment, but then he tackles Dean. He's strangling him this whole episode. It's nonstop. Girl, you just brought all the feelings <laughs> out. Um, and Sam shoots Corbin, who then uh, Dean says, well, it took you long enough. <laughs> yeah. We need a little bit of humor to uh, bring it down. Um, uh, then we find out that uh, Corbin had choked Sam and his body actually went into shock, which is why he passed out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he says he did it for Michelle. Uh, Michelle says that, you know, he did it for him. He wasn't, this wasn't him. He wasn't a killer. Um, and Dean tries to give her a pep talk saying that, you know, she'll get back to normal eventually. And she says, no, she could have left an hour ago and there's no normal after this. I love that she said that too, because I think that's a real feeling for somebody Mm -hmm. that loses somebody like that they love. And I think she's saying, when she said that to Dean, he was thinking in his head, you know what, you're right. I couldn't feel normal if Sam was taken from me. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like we get a lot of when family members or stuff die, we don't see these moments with the remaining person or the that has to go on without them so to actually get a real moment that is real Mm -hmm. it's exactly how you feel yeah and Mm -hmm. she was just by herself i mean they're newlyweds they were at the beginning they thought they were at the beginning of everything and now she's alone Mm -hmm. feels like it's the end of everything and Mm -hmm. she's stuck in this small town and she doesn't know anybody and and now she has to call home and tell everyone that her husband turned into a werewolf. How totally. Do you say that? I, I know you're what like. Do you I, what do you do? Yeah. You don't. You you don't. Yeah. You but, don't camping accident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Camping. But it yeah. was a really really beautiful moment yeah. for her and mm-hmm. and and Jensen as well. Like both of them just. Mm-hmm. Because he can't, you know, Billy called Dean out. You can't, mm-hmm. you're doing this for yourself, for selfish reasons, for Sam. You you mm-hmm. don't want to lose him. And then he's trying to console Michelle and telling her things will be normal. But they're not. You wouldn't want to lose Sam, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what I love, about, and it's that's just kind of really making me hear like a new layer to it. Mm-hmm. Because that's a theme. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, really figure out what you're fighting for. Yeah. 
which is such a great slogan of the always keep fighting with with supernatural mm-hmm. in general but it's like really figure out what you're fighting for because you're about to fight the darkness why do you want this world to still exist right you know and that's been something that those like Sam and Dean have always kind of been like well, what are we doing this for yeah you know what are we doing this for and it's and and then whenever their their relationship is threatened they get this new invigorate invigorance of, of, of life that comes mm-hmm. into them that makes them want to fight for just being alive and right. recognizing that the good, the bad, the ugly, it's all worth it because there are some people who are not so lucky that right. get to enjoy the pain of being alive, the mm-hmm. pain, the, the the sorrow that comes with it because you know for those wells, they also get filled up with a whole bunch of good stuff too and that's what they fight for as well. That mm-hmm. feels super cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. And they're fighting for each other. Yeah. And that becomes really clear when mm-hmm. he get when it when she calls it out, when I call it out, like then everybody's kinda calling out of like, stop acting like you're doing this for the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're doing it for you. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. You Just know? admit it. Just admit it. Because mm-hmm. you'll actually have more power, more strength, and you'll you know what I mean? Like your resources will plant will become more yeah. if you would accept why you're fighting for something. You have new ideas and stuff like that. So I think it's really cool. Yeah. We only had one moment of Dean lying to Sam this episode, and it was right at the end. Right at the end. (laughs) And we haven't had that. No, it's been so great because ever since the beginning of the season, when the whole, you know, you came into play, and they weren't really being honest with each other about what was going on, and then they had that moment where they're like, okay, no, we need to be united and and not lie to each other and share these things. Well, of course, we know that that isn't going to last forever. And we got it today when uh, Dean doesn't tell Sam about taking the pills. He's like, what did you do when you thought I was dead? What did you do? And, and we're back to the lie. And we're yeah. back the lie. to the lying. I don't think it was as much as the lie as it was like uh, a guy thing. You know, like yeah. he, he doesn't want to admit it. He doesn't want to admit that. I mean, although he knows he would be devastated and he'd lose it if he lost his brother mm-hmm. but it's kind of like you know oh I, I would have handled it but he w- he didn't he wasn't handling it well mm-hmm. you know he was like emotionally devastated and I just don't think he wanted to totally show those cards that. you know it's just like it's mm-hmm. you know it's hard maybe then Sam kind of knew that too because exactly. he's a guy and he understands yeah. that so he's like alright I totally. know you were broken yeah. up about unwritten yeah. bro code exactly. that they don't it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't even need to be said exactly I know part of the best writing on the show is just the dialogue that they don't say mm-hmm. is also the so look great. or the the reaction yeah uh, let's talk a little bit let's go into some predictions for next week and then I'm going to talk to you ladies about what you guys are up to cool. so <laughs> predictions let's jump into that um as the lights flicker for us. Uh, so next week we see Crowley telling uh, the boys that the Horn of Joshua will subdue the mark and it appears as though we see a hand grabbing it and it looks like it's a trench coat id hand which would mean that Cassifer has it. Mm. He's and, so good as Cassifer. Oh, and, great. Oh my God. Misha is him. killing it. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I feel he's, like he's delivering it just like Mark Pellegrino. Is mm-hmm. yeah. yep. Oh, he's, so good. He's in heaven and he's kind of ruling heaven and we see Amara screaming, hear me, as there's flashing throughout all over and um, it's it seems like she's probably, according to the boys, trying to delete Earth and uh, this is not going to be easy to stop her, according mm-hmm. to Crowley. So, ladies, predictions for next week. 
Who wants I, to start, Katie? I think we have another Crowley and the boys team up, and it's always going to happen. You know, even though love Crowley's it. like, listen, this team isn't working. We're I'm done. Gonna, yeah, we're done. No, we're going to come back to it, and I love that. I love Crowley. I think he's an awesome character. Oh, my God. I've loved him in everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. He is. Mark's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't. I've actually really tried to steer clear of trying to predict <laughs> what is going to happen I just hope I don't die. But <laughs> I, I'm always trying to predict, but I'm like, this time I'm like, no, I actually want to go on the ride. Well, yeah. I watched, I wasn't able to make it for the last after show that you were here for, but I, I watched it and I know that you said that you're always right, or a lot of times you're right in your predictions. For the last, like, couple of years. So this time I was like, no, I'm, I'm the, the fact that I'm in it this season, <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not turning, I'm not turning on that side of my brain at all. <laughs> I'll leave that, I'll leave those predictions to like The Walking Dead and yeah. what's happening on Once Upon a Time. I'll be like, I bet this is going to happen. I bet this is going to happen. <laughs> and then I just look forward to it unfolding because everything, like I just, it's great. Nina, do you have any predictions? I mean, I really, I really hate what the girls are doing, but I really love the girl <laughs> power. So it's like... You kind of want Death and Rowena to like <laughs> do something. <laughs> and I'm gone, and if we get rid of Death, then they're gone, and then it's totally. just like so it's hard. Anarchy. I don't know, but I mean, the boys—if they team up with Crowley, I think we're donezo with the girl power over there. <laughs> I know a lot of people in here have been saying they want you to come back and direct for more episodes. Mm -hmm. So, oh my goodness, I I I hope so. I. Uh, the boys last night were very, very, very kind in saying and they want me back. And very vocal. So thank you guys. <laughs> totally. Um, so I think so. I think for sure I'll be back for an episode or two next season. And That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's going to be awesome. Oh, I love that. Yeah. It'd be great. All right, uh, Lisa, do you have any predictions for... Uh no, you, I'm, you're not. I'm, you're gonna I'm, keep them to yourself and just talk the about the Walking Dead. That's and, the word. Yeah, I'm gonna okay. just keep predicting the Walking Dead. <laughs> okay. Um, my predictions for next week: we get to see more of amazing, amazing um, Misha just rocking Cassifer, uh, and ruling over heaven. And it looks like everyone's kind of scared about him mm -hmm. ruling. And um, wouldn't you be though? Yes. His track record in heaven? Yes. A little bit? But I'm hoping, I mean, we did see a couple episodes ago, Cass coming out a little bit, trying to take over, knowing that Lucifer's inside him and trying to control it in some sort of way. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering how much he can actually control and what he can't. Mm -hmm. Because maybe he's allowing Lucifer to think that he's got complete control, Ooh. but he doesn't. <laughs> and then he's going to team up with the boys. I still think that there's going to be a major death at the end of a season, and it's it's going to be Cass or Crowley. Someone's going to go. We're going to lose one of them. <gasps> All of us take a huge I don't inhale. like it, but there's got to be something major. I'm curious to know if any of the angels are clued in on what's happening with Cass and Lucifer. Because, you know, the demons in, in right. hell are. Mm -hmm. I bet they're not. They yeah. never really are. They were talking, like, when this whole darkness thing started happening, the, the demons and bit. the angels yep. were meeting up in the yeah, bar. There, in the there, bar. There, there yeah. was chatter. Mm -hmm. There yeah. was chatter. But, I mean, the whole knowing that he's really Lucifer in Cass's mm -hmm. body, mm -hmm. I mean... I don't think they know they, that. Like, angels are... They're so one-tracked mind. Like, they yeah. have their orders, and that's what they that's what they follow. Mm -hmm. and, and Cass has always been, you know, the angel's angel who's like, I've been thinking 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't about think these when, orders, yeah. and you're like, you're not supposed to think. You're like, but what if we do? Yeah. And so he's he's the he's the guy. I'm like, you can't. You know, you can't. I'm on Team Cass. Yeah. You can't. I I feel like he'll find a way. He will. To. I hope so. <laughs> well, like. To kick and and I and I also secretly hope that they'll find a way to keep Lucifer because I really like Mark. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Just want everyone to stay and not die and keep coming back. Yeah. Um. All right. I want to talk with you a little a little bit with you ladies and find out what you're working on right now. What's coming up? Um. Did you were you doing nineteen two when you were in last time or was that? That well, Something I, that, that I just did, but the the new season's going to air, and I'm in. I'm I'm you're back in, in that. on that because I saw yeah. that pop up, and I was like, okay, let's find out about this. What's going on with that? You know me and my research. I love you. <laughs> and side note, because Adrian Holmes, who was he's he's on 192. He's a star of 192, okay. and he was also a demon in Supernatural. <gasps> And it's his birthday today. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday, Adrian. Yeah. Yeah, man. So Supernatural family love there. Working all together. Yeah, so yeah. You, that's, that season's coming out. That season's, that season's going to be coming out. He, and uh, and they just won, like, the Canadian Screen Award for, which is, like, oh. the Canadian Emmys. Yeah. Um, for Best Drama, which is amazing. And I was in it the last season, and then I come back at the very beginning for the third season. Great. Awesome. Yeah. And I did, I saw your blog too, by the way, and I just love how motivational it is Aww. and you just give, you know, the, the keys to success and <laughs> I love that. Aw, thank you. <laughs> yeah, your thank Instagram, you so everything's much. really positive and uplifting, so. I think you have to be. I was I was watching an uplifting video that RuPaul had released and he was talking about like, if you could do one thing, it's don't become bitter. Like that will be one of your hardest challenges in this world to mm -hmm. overcome is is not letting you know as an actor you know going right. up and audition a thousand times and not getting anything and being like i'm gonna get back up again mm -hmm. yeah. you know directors are the same way mm -hmm. and you know and and we all know this so so uh, i think it's really important to put out as much light and love as you can in the world because you never know who it's going to help you never know who it's going to affect and that's powerful yeah that's awesome mm -hmm. such a good Outlook, uh, and uh, Nina, we talked about this before the show started. You you did a little acting before you did directing, <laughs> and you you told me you'd tell me the story behind this. So, oh in inquiring minds want to know. When I first moved out here, uh, the first show I ever worked on was Dirt with Courtney Cox. Okay. Um, oh, I love yes. that oh, show. Oh, it was amazing. It was so much fun to work on. Um, Courtney, all of them, they were so amazing, and. Uh, after that season ended, I helped produce these short films for Glamour magazine. Uh, it was called Glamour Real Moments, and they used to pick three female celebrities to make their directorial debut, and Courtney directed one of them. Oh. And it was called uh, The Monday Before Thanksgiving. I pulled that one out. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, were, it, we were at Coquette. That's their production company, her and David. And uh, we were there, and we are sitting around the table. It was the DP and the other producers and Courtney and her producing partner, Taya, and... A DP and we needed to do this little infomercial. It was like a late night sexy dating hotline. <laughs> and uh, they were like, who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? Or who's going to do it? They didn't know. We didn't do casting sessions because Courtney basically just asked all of her friends to be in the movie and, um, and she was in it and um, they were like, Courtney's like, oh, Nina, you just do it. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that. And you have to do it. And how do you say no to Courtney? Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't say no to Courtney. First of all, she's the nicest person in the world. And um, I would literally do anything for her. And so I was like, okay, 
fine, I'll do it. But I don't I don't get in front of the camera. Like, I'm like nervous here right now <laughs> in front of these cameras. So the next day we shot it at Coquette in like Courtney's office and our DP came and he was a DP on dirt and he like lit it and she's like trying to drag me and then she like yells at that David come here and I'm like in like this like low cut shirt and like shorts and I was like so nervous and I was like on this couch and I was like not natural at all. I was like, one eight hundred, no loser girl. It's like, so ridiculous, and it's so embarrassing. And then she's like, called David in to like try and like get me less nervous, and like David and Courtney there, and I'm still like been in LA for like two months, so I'm still like starstruck by them, and I'm just like, oh my god, what am I doing? And it is horrible. Well, then the whole crew of Dirt found out about it, right? Because it did make the cut, and so like. These are the guys that worked with me for like seven years on the mentalist. So still, they'll be like, "Oh, one eight hundred, no loser girl." Oh, it's oh. my only on camera. It's that is a great only on camera. It's, yeah, it's it's a really good story. Yeah, because yeah. you never know. You could be in the next Lord of the Rings. Like Evangeline Lilly was. Yeah. She, her huge break was you know oh lava life, wasn't yeah. it? That was her huge thing. Yeah. Like in Canada, she'd done a lava life ad, and then next thing you know, she was on Lost, and then mm, she was yeah. in. The Hobbit, and you're just like, you hey. never know. Yeah, you no, never know. No talent in front of the camera. <laughs> like, as bad as it sounded, it looked. <laughs> what are you working on right now? What are you coming up? Um, coming up, I have an episode of Stitchers on okay. uh, Freeform that airs in. That was three that weeks Freeform is the ABC used to be ABC Family. Yeah, Freeform okay. slash ABC Family. I don't even know what to call it anymore because. I've, I don't know if everyone knows what it's called. Um, that was amazing. That's coming up. And then uh, uh, my husband and I have a production company. So we are pitching a couple of our oh, TV shows. I saw that. Um, yeah. Broken Toy Broken Works. Broken Toy Works. Pink. That's us. Yep. So we've got a couple period pieces about the war on drugs that we're really excited oh, wow. about. Oh, wow. And uh, a TV show about an evangelical ministry in the 1980s. So it's. It's fun. So yeah, we have a lot coming on. Can yeah. I ask a question about that? Because yeah. nobody really does the 80s. It no feels one. like the era the that 80s. people just don't go back to. Yeah. Yeah. Why? What made you choose? I don't know. So great. Well, I love the 80s yeah. and the, you know, like, that's John Hughes films and everything. But yeah. why did you choose the 80s? Uh, you know, I have to give all that credit to my husband, Julian Acosta. He, um, he has always been fascinated with... Um, religion and he had this great idea to make a television show about a family business kind of like the Sopranos but instead of the business being the mafia it was an evangelical ministry and kind of the heart of the evangelical movement was in the 1980s just after um, oh. President Reagan declared the war on drugs and kind of the golden age of evangelical ministries came and that was kind of when they started doing their big mega church television shows and it was at, at the height so oh. there's this really amazing story to be told about you know the bible belt in the 80s and yeah. and how people you know view the evangelical ministry now um so we're trying to make a show that uh shows them as for what they do you know not to degrade them or not to mm -hmm. shine a light on them but just to tell the real story so that's kind of why cool. we picked awesome. the 80s very cool very the, la cool. the last of the the last of the generations the last that was the last cool decade so to speak exactly. but it was like obvious <laughs> yeah. 
that we've moved into a new decade. Exactly. Because like, the 90s were like, what happened? Right. <laughs> we're like, I think everybody just started wearing Gap. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think that's honestly what happened. Yeah. And then the now we're just repeating everything. And then now else. Yeah, it's yep. just yeah. like, we you recycle. You go to a pocket of an area and you're like, that's the 70s. Yep. You go to another pocket. That's the mm-hmm. 80s. You go to right. another pocket. That's the 20s. That's the, you know, yeah. it's kind of crazy. But now mm-hmm. we're just, it's a free for all with fashion. Lisa, yeah. what are you, what do you have coming up and what are you working on? So there's 192 mm-hmm. that that's going to be coming up. I there's I'm working on, on on a film which I actually can't talk about it, but it's going to be really excited. So I just want to say there's there's cool stuff coming down the pipes, uh-huh. and um, and uh, and I'm doing Father Comes Home from the Wars in uh, Toronto with Soul Pepper Theater, which is going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. And uh, I'm going to be doing that with uh, with somebody who I've worked with before, Kevin Hanchard. Some people know him from Orphan Black. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's going to be happening, and Divine Brown's going to be a part of it as well. So it's mm. like killer cast. Yeah. I'm just feeling super blessed. And that's going to be directed by Wayne Mangesha. And uh, super excited. And then I'm also back at work with doing uh, the next issue of Superman Wonder Woman. That's right. Ooh. So excited. So She's excited. the voice. That's That's awesome. I'm the voice of Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I listened to it a little bit of it. It's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, I think this wraps us up for today. Thank you so much for coming in. Yeah. Katie, where can the people find you and chat with you and all the things? Yes, you guys can find me on Twitter at Katie E.E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. I have a vlog. <laughs> oh, you can find me at N Lopez Corrado. And I think that's my Instagram too. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Hey, uh, it's uh, you can find me and everything that I'm doing and, and a part of at www.lisaberrylive.com. Perfect. And you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. If you guys want to stay in the know about Supernatural and all things, make sure you're using that hashtag ABTV Supernatural. Once again, ladies, thank you so much for joining thank me for today. Thank you for having us. <laughs> and uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.